that great song, and good evening, everyone. Good to see you tonight, and uh, thanks for coming uh, and being faithful to church this evening. And um, glad to just be traveling with my family and uh, be on holiday up in uh, in Queensland. And uh, my wife is here, Azariah, with our three children, Victoria, Malachi, and Jaden. Uh, they are 10, 7, and 4. And so uh, if you know anything about that, it's uh, always eventful traveling with young children. But we've had a great time, and, um, and we've just enjoyed uh, being, being with the Lloyds as well, just getting to hang out with them a little bit. And it's always nice to be here at Good Shepherd Baptist Church and uh, just be part of it all. And, and really, if, um, even if I wasn't preaching tonight, I would have been here. And I think it's just a good thing to be in the house of God on a Sunday evening. And I'm glad that you're here. I would have to admit my favorite, uh, my favorite service of the week is a Sunday evening. I just always feel like it's family uh, around our place as well. And then I, I just want to say I am extra, uh, I'm just jealous of the week. It's your youth camp week. Usually we have our youth camp week as well. And I love youth camp. Uh, we've had youth camp for, I think, 26, 27 years in a row and I've been to every one of them, all right? And so we've been, we've been doing youth camp for a long time and, um, and been, to, been to all of them for all those years. Uh, obviously, as a camper first, then some of you young adults serving in the young adult ministry and then just running camp over the last couple of years. But it was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful to hear all of the, the testimonies tonight and seeing all those photos. Uh, I was looking at that and I thought, those are some familiar games, all right? And there must just be a... Uh, we must have just looked at the same website, I think, all, all those leaders. Um, we must have just, uh, just shared those maybe, but um, just wonderful to be here on, a, on Youth Camp Testimony Night. Honestly, this would be the night usually we would have our own Youth Camp Testimony Night, but this year we're moving it over to April. And so we just decided we've had a, a big year as a church last year, and so because of that we wanted to give everyone extra time over the summer and then actually... A bit selfishly, I wanted to have a little bit of a break over the summer, and um, and usually we we celebrate our um, our wedding anniversary uh, during youth camp, and so my wife always reminds me she's never really had an anniversary, all right. But um, but this year we were able to do that, and actually uh, that was that Friday we we went out, and it was our our 11th uh, wedding anniversary, and you know my wife still put up with me, so I'm I'm grateful for that. Um, so we, we looked at Philippians chapter 3, and I, I just want to give you a, a, a short uh, message this evening and uh, perhaps even help a little bit with, the, with the, the youth camp and some of the decisions that are made. And, and I love young people. I'm glad for uh, what, what this church is doing to be a help and an impact uh, to the next generation, and I can just sense that uh, you've really had a great week and, and you're uh, on a bit of a spiritual high. And we didn't hear from you all, but I'm sure all of you made some sort of decision uh, throughout the week. And I'm sure all of you here would understand tonight that, that really life is made up of all of the decisions that we've made, isn't it? We understand that decisions are important. We understand that God's in those, especially when it's driven from the Word of God. And I'm glad for all of the, the things mentioned tonight that, that, that really just honored the, the part and the place of the Word of God in our young people's lives. And and, and, you know, really when it comes down to it, nothing is a substitute uh, as far as what will make an impact in any person's life. But really in the, in the generation to come, there's no substitute apart from the Word of God. R really the Word of God is the answer that they, they need in their lives. And, and so as we think about that tonight, we're going to see here really Paul's attitude to growth. 
Because it's a great thing to make decisions, and, and I want to encourage you in that this evening, all of you, and, and no doubt already throughout the course of you know, New Year's and the beginning of the year, you've already made some decisions that you'd like to uh, hopefully carry through for the year. But, and, and so I'm, I'm saying tonight, decisions are a great thing, but, but I think if we were to follow through with the, the decisions that we make, really we, may, we need to have a, a mindset or a philosophy of growth in our lives. Because really, we need to view decisions as really a stepping stones to the, the journey of which God would have us to take. And I think already throughout this evening, we've already heard that somewhat in, the, in, in some of the things mentioned already. And so I'm still going to just piggyback on that a little bit and just go through the passage here. Because really what we're reading here as we read through uh, Philippians chapter 3 was really Paul's stated growth philosophy. How he was going to go. And really, you think about that. This is Paul we're talking about. Paul, the guy that was called to, the, to be the apostle to the Gentiles. Paul, who was entrusted with some great mysteries. And Paul, who uh, God chose to be that chosen vessel to go through all that he went through to be used to pen the very words of Scripture that we read even tonight. And yet Paul himself never felt like he really arrived. Paul himself never got to a place where he thought every decision that he ever needed to make was already decided. Paul understood that even himself, even in those things that were entrusted him, that he had this idea that he needs to continue to grow and to continue to grow further. And I hope that one of your stated goals this year as, a, as an individual, and perhaps from some of you who are, uh, some of you campus, some of you young people who went through youth camp, one of your stated goals this year would be that you would grow. That, that you would have a mindset that you would want to grow in the faith, grow in your walk with God, grow as a person, as an individual for the cause of Christ. And I hope that that's your plan. I hope that's your goal. And so we're going to examine Paul's stated growth philosophy here. And, and you know, what I, I love hearing from young people is just their, their, their dreaming. They, they love to think about what, what's in store for the future. And I think, I think that's a great thing. A couple of months ago, our year 12s from last year graduated, and we have a bit of a tradition at around our church where um, we I take them out the week after their, their HSC exams, their, their final exams. I sit with them, we have a lunch together, and then this is a couple of, about a month before our teen banquet, we have an end of year banquet for our, our year 12s. And so we sat and we were just, you know, sitting and, and the normal thing, we're, we're mucking around a little bit and, and you know, they were, they were cutting up a little bit and we were just having a good time. The boys were trying to out-eat each other, you know how that goes, and, and, that, and they were just sitting there having a great time. But one of them piped up and said, asked me this question, what do you think, what do you think we will be in 10 years' time? And, you know, I generally ask the questions during those times. But, but um, the, he asked me that, and so I began to think about that, and I knew them fairly well. I, probably all of them, nearly all of them, I knew since birth. That's a scary thought, isn't it? And, um, and they, were, they were growing through our, our kids' ministries, our youth ministry, and now into our young adult ministry. And so I sort of had an idea of, of where they were headed, so I sort of just conjectured a little bit. But really, I could have summarized that by saying, you know, you will be what you decide. But, but all of those things, all of our decisions come with factors. And I, I, th I believe as we examine the Word of God tonight, we're, we're going to see those factors that make up a, a, a mindset of growth, but make up good decisions as well. All right, so let's look at the, the first one here. Notice verses, uh, verses 12 to 14. 
And again, Paul is saying here, he's already spoken about what kind of stock he was from. He, he sort of, his pedigree, he understood that although all of that was great, he, he was there, he was um, born of the stock of the tribe of, of Benjamin. He, he says himself about himself in verse 5, he was a Hebrew of the Hebrews. He, he talked about himself as touching the law of Pharisee. So we understand he was of good stock. We understand, though, that be, it, that wasn't the thing that saved him. Christ saved him. Christ had to, to kick him off his, uh, his, uh, his horse, his donkey, and, and make him fall on the ground. And, and, and Christ had to re- help him realize his need of him. But then he goes on, he understands all of those things were counted lost for Christ. And now he, he goes on and he says in verse 12, in the background, with the background of that, he says, Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. So he was saying there's something that, that uh, I still haven't attained to. There's, I'm really not in a place where I've arrived. I'm still going forward. And in fact, he says that, he says in verse 13, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. So I haven't captured, I haven't gotten everything, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. And the familiar verse in verse 14, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And and this idea of pressing forward. And here's the thought that we have tonight. You know, what we will be, how our decisions will turn out, it's really based on, on this, what you will pursue. Because Paul's attitude was this, although... I've done some things, although God's already revealed some things in my life, although I've already come to some decisions in my life, although I've already experienced some things, I'm still pursuing something. I'm still going forward. I'm still understanding that I've not arrived, even though probably in comparison to everyone else, I've seen and done much more than probably the average Joe. But really, he had the attitude that he was going to continue to pursue. And in the first place, he says this. He says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. And really, his attitude was he had not yet apprehended, which really was saying, there's things for me to still learn. There's still things for me to understand. There's still some things that God would have to reveal to me for me to to fully understand the, the things that he would have for me to do. In, then he says this, nextly, he says, uh, he's not apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. And what he's saying is, is here, he, there's still some things, his attitude was, there's still some things that I need to attain. There's still some milestones that I'm going to need uh, to, to take up. And, and really, you know, I'm glad for the decisions tonight that were shared. I'm glad for the decisions that perhaps God's already put on your heart. But listen, there's still more decisions to come. There's still other milestones to attain to. And, and you know, I, I often tell those of, of, our, of, our, of our people, they, they get to a certain stage, but don't stay there. Understand you've gotten to that point perhaps of maturity, perhaps even a life stage, but understand this, God would have you to attain more. God would have you to keep going forward. And, and there's still other decisions to be made. And, you know, I, I, I don't really get weary uh, for myself of hearing uh, young people make similar decisions every year. I think it's a good thing to, to grab onto things that are basic, that are right. But what would worry me is if they were just continuing to make the decisions uh, 
based on the fact that they hadn't attained those things, they're just stuck, is what I'm saying. They're sort of stuck in, in where they're at. And I understand that sometimes we can be like that. Sometimes we, we, we sort of get stuck in a rut spiritually. And by the grace of God, He allows us to recognize that and, and, and in His grace pull us out of it. But Paul was saying, you know, I don't look back. He's forgetting those things which are behind. He's pressing toward the mark. He's glad of those things and he understands what they were for. But he wasn't resting on that. He wasn't resting on his laurels. He wasn't resting on what he had already known and identified about his call and those things about Christ. In fact, his desire even in verse 10 that I may know him. You know, at this point in history, perhaps there was no one more close, no one more knowledgeable at least, about the Lord Jesus himself. Paul had direct, uh, direct contact in the sense of he sat face to face and learned from Jesus himself. And we understand we have the Holy Spirit of God. We have tonight the, the very words of God that we are to cling to and we can get to know God that way. But Paul's attitude was one of pursuing. You see, he pressed toward the mark. He had the attitude of determination. You know, often we, we look at that word press and we, I think we underestimate the, the, the meaning of that. The, the word press really has to do with putting all effort. It's like, um, you know, it's, it's like seeing, uh, uh, and I won't say rugby league because really the scrums these days aren't really scrums, but, you know, the rugby union scrums where the two packs, you know, they, they, they go... And they make an impact and they're pushing. And it's that, that picture. You're, you're, you're trying to push through. You're, you're trying to understand that, there's, you understand that there's, there's obstacles along the way. That, that'll test you and that'll, that'll, uh, that, that might even hinder you. And you press toward the mark. You're determined regardless of the situation, the circumstance you'll face. And, and can I just encourage you, young people, if you do face some challenges and and even obstacles along the way of your journey, you're very much in the will of God. It won't go smooth sailing from here. And that's why you still need your local church. You still need your parents. You still need your friends to be there. But most of all, you need a real walk with God. And most of all, you need to have the, the, the mentality that really Paul had of pursuing. And you know, as much as he was pursuing the calling, he was pursuing the calling of Christ. And can I just say to you tonight that you can't pursue the call without pursuing the one who called you. You can't pursue those things that perhaps God has impressed upon your heart this week. You can't pursue those things that were so impactful this week if you yourself won't have a real and genuine seeking after and pursuing of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And, and really, it, it just happens that when you pursue Christ, then those things that He desires of you, those things that He has placed in your heart, they will come to be if you would just pursue Christ Himself. You know, too often we, uh, we love the activity of, of trying to uh, enact on our decisions when really when it comes down to it, if we're, those are godly decisions Really, it's, it really comes down to a real pursuit of Christ. You know, one of the, the stated goals of our youth camp is really simply this, is just so that our young people would fall in love with Christ again. Not, not fall in love with a church, not, 
not, you know, get a sense, an emotional high, that they would just love God and fall in love with Christ again. And, and young people, can I say to you tonight, you know, you might be worried, how am I going to keep these commitments? And, and I think there's a, there's a bit of a, more of a soberness than other, other camps I sense already. But can I just give you some, uh, some friendly advice? Just seek Christ. Just make Him your goal. You know, all of these things, the, the, the motivation to be determined, to, to continue to learn, to continue to, continue to reach forward, that's really going to be a daily, daily decision that you need to make to just follow after Christ. But then next thing, notice verses 15 to 16 says this, Let us therefore, as many as be perfect or whole or mature, be thus minded. And if in any thing ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk. By the same rule, let us mind the same thing. Here's the next thing. Not only will you be and your decisions be affected by what you will pursue, but secondly, what you will learn or what you will think, actually. We mentioned, I think Pastor mentioned this morning already, very much the battle is in the mind. It's a mindset. I love your, your theme this year, crossing over, and I was gleaning a couple of things for us as a church and for us personally. But again, it comes down to a mindset. And, he, and Paul's saying that similarly here, saying, uh, he's saying in verse 15, let us therefore as many as be perfect be thus minded. He's saying it comes to the mind. It comes to what you think. And, and he, he's really giving an encouragement here about a mindset that we need to have. It's a mindset about growth. It's a mindset. He's saying, let us therefore as many as be perfect be thus minded. So he's saying those that have maturity, those who've come to this level of attainment even, he's saying have this mindset. And, and he's saying you too have this mindset. And we've just read it. The mindset was this, forward. The mindset was grow. The mindset was don't just stay where you're at. Look and seek after the things of God. Just continue. And he's saying that's the mindset. It's, a, it's an encouragement. But then he gives the instruction of mindfulness, there's some things that we need to be mindful of. We need to fill our minds with. He says here in verse 15 again, and if anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. So he's saying, if you're not of this mindset, he'll reveal that. But notice verse 16, nevertheless, whereto we have already attained. So the instruction about things that we ought to be mindful of, the things that we should fill our mind with, the things that we should be thinking toward, firstly is really the things that you've already learned. He says there's some things you already know. There's some things, and, and you know, sometimes I think someone, one of, one of your young people mentioned that, you know, you've heard it preached before. And, and now it's become real. And listen, there's going to be a lot of the Christian life that actually going to be pretty repetitive. You know, I think sometimes because we live in a culture that is very entertainment-based, we just want something new all the time. And so when, when your pastor comes up and when you go to another place, perhaps to hear some preaching and you just hear the same thing, oh, he's talking about the gospel again, oh, he's talking about reading your Bible again, oh, he's talking about growth again, we can somewhat take that for granted and forget that really all of those things are the things that got you to where you're at in the first place and, and how you dealt with that. 
Maybe you had an attitude that, well, it doesn't matter. Well, that probably tells you why you're not growing like you should. And so he's saying, fill your mind or be mindful of these things, of what you've already learned. Really, it comes with that of, of the path you've already trod, those things that God has already allowed you to see and do. And then really of what needs to be repeated. He's saying those things that need to be repeated over and over again. He says, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. And so he's encouraging them about what they ought to think or how they ought to think. And, and really, do you have the mindset of growth? And then do you, do, you, do you try to master those things that you already know? You know, if you already know, you ought to read your Bible. Are you doing it? If you already know, you ought to be a witness. Are you doing it? If you already know, you ought to be faithful to your local church. Are you doing it? If you already know, if you already seen, and if you already understand those things, and, and maybe it's being repeated to you over and over again, but are you doing it? Because those are the things that will get you to growth, get you to make good decisions. But then lastly, notice what he says here in verse 17. Brethren, he says, be followers together of me. And mark them which, are, which walk so as ye have us for an example. So he's saying, watch those ones. He says, follow me, but watch those ones who walk like that also. Then he says in verse 18, For many walk, of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. And really, what Paul was saying in that uh, parenthetical statement was really a contrast to those that, that really they should be following. And here's the last point I want to make. Really, when it comes down to it, uh, you will be what you pursue. You will be what you think. But then thirdly, you will be who you follow. Who do you follow? And, and Paul is saying here about himself, brethren, be followers together of me. We know in another place he's speaking about being followers of him as he follows Christ. And can, can I just encourage you parents, if you want your young people to truly follow through with the good decisions that they make, then they will follow you, but make sure you follow Christ. Really, the, 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 the addendum that Paul makes about follow me is as long as he's following Christ. And can I, just, can I just encourage you? You know, your, your young people need you. Your, your young people need you to walk genuinely with God. Your young people genu uh, need you to, to have, a, have, a, have your priorities right when it comes to service and when it comes to, to being uh, the, 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 the spiritual leader of your home. And you need to lead your home in that way. But he's saying there, follow those who follow Christ. Pretty simple, isn't it? You know, as you look around, there are those who will say they follow Christ, but when you compare them to who Christ is, they're nothing like Christ. And so you must then have the, have the attitude that you will only follow those who follow Christ. But really what he was saying is, you, this is visible. He says, brethren, be, be followers together of me. And notice what he says, and mark them. So to mark something means to, to eye them, to, to see something. And really what he was saying here was, follow those who are visible examples. And, and there's nowhere that you can see that more than really this group of people here. Really, when we come down to it, you're not going to see a, uh, an example of Christ in the world, are you? 
And really the onus is on us as the church to, to be those that carry the light, to, that shines forth, to be lights in this world and to be the examples of whose steps these little ones will follow, these younger ones. I love the spirit of which was given tonight, they, you know, the, the attitude that we're, we're, coming, we're coming forward. We're, we're, we want to continue to serve, we understand, and I've always been told, and I always believe it, that it only takes one generation for the work of God to cease anywhere. And so carry that, but listen, they need this generation. They need you, who are still here, to continue to follow Christ, to continue to lead them in following Christ. But then he says this, don't follow certain characters. And he, he warns them because the reality is there's a great pull. There's, there's those that want to lead you astray. In fact, often when we reflect on the, the issues of people and them being going to, to make wrong decisions, it's not the what, it's often the who. In fact, Galatians brings that out for us. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? It wasn't what. It was who. And so can I, can I warn you tonight as you maybe desire something of this year. Some of you make decisions and you want to follow through with that. You will be who you follow. And he says, don't follow those who are enemies of Christ. You know, we, we live in a world of constant information. But, but the reality is there's constant misinformation as well. And, and I just see it today. You know, so many Christians so sidetracked with some contemporary issues that are so clear in the Bible. And yet they just want to delve right into it. And really, when it comes down to it, the, the, great, greater, the greater group that, that pushes that, they're really enemies of Christ. They're ones who will stand against Christ, and yet we see so many Christians just delve into that. Enemies of Christ, then notice the next thing he says about them, by the way, their end is destruction, but then he says, whose God is their belly. Their, their, their appetites are what drives them. And be warned, especially young person of friends who are just driven by their own desires. They've not submitted their desires to the delighting of God. And be warned about that. And he warns them, don't follow them. But then notice what he says lastly, who mind earthly things. The Bible tells us to set our affections on things above. And he's saying, be warned, don't follow those who mind this world. Who really, when it comes down to it, they love this world. All they think about is this world. All they think about is the, 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 uh, the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. And he's warning them at the end. And really when it comes down to it, we will be what we decide, but our decisions are influenced by what we pursue, what we think, and who we follow. And tonight, I want to I challenge you perhaps in, the, in these closing moments. Uh, I want to challenge firstly our, our campus. I know it's Sunday night, camp's over, but, but you said you made decisions this week. I wonder if you would just consecrate that tonight. I wonder if you just come forward tonight and, and just lay it before the Lord and say, Lord, I want to pursue you. Lord, Lord influence and tell me and show me 
how I ought to think. Help me to have that growth mindset. And Lord, help me to follow those who follow Christ. And maybe you would just surrender once again, whatever those decisions are. And then I want to speak to our parents tonight and the rest of the church. Firstly, for those of you who maybe your young people come forward tonight, why don't you pray with them? Why don't you just get out of your comfort zone and maybe it'll do well for your young people to hear you. Pray for them. And pray that they will just follow through with their decisions. And maybe for you to commit to being that example. And then for the rest of us as a church, maybe we just allow the Spirit of God to just, just, just help us to just continue to grow this year. Your theme's crossing over. God's trying to get you to the place where He wants you to be. And that's not going to happen without a growth mindset. Without, without stewarding the decisions we make for His glory and His alone. Let's, let's stand to our feet. No one looking around. Let's, I'm going to have a time of prayer. I'm going to have a time of invitation, if that's okay, Pastor. And uh, we're going to just pray. And I want to, I want to ask tonight, as, uh, after I pray, if, if we could have our, our campers come. If you'd be comfortable as a piano plays after I pray, if you would just come and, and just, just really consecrate your decisions from this week to the Lord. And then I want to ask the parents, and then I want to ask the church, uh, wherever you're able, to just bow the knee and and just just give yourself over uh, the decisions that you have this year and and the things that God would have you to do. Father, I just come before you again and thank you, Lord, for the night. Thank you, Lord, for our opportunity to be together, to fellowship in your word. But Father, we want to to do business with you. We want want you to work. And so as we, we have this time of invitation, of quiet, Would we just be still before you? Would you just work in our hearts tonight? In Jesus' most precious, holy, wonderful name.